start that countdown. Five, four, you better strap yourself in. Three, two, buckle up, motherfucker, fucker. Five, wait, why you go back to five? It's time for the Dan Fogler 4D Experience Side is for sleeping. Uh, are you recording yet? Yeah, I've been recording. You oh, son of a bitch. I didn't know that. You wild guy. Where's your battery? Where's my battery? Oh, yeah, I gotta find my special pen. She gave me a do, thing. Do, 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 do. What's it called? Brass knuckles? Brass. Today we have Oh, I've cool? seen that before. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a very popular brand. It's a very um, popular brand. And uh, I think we have the strain uh, Jack Herrera, if I'm not mistaken. Jack This is some real pretty stuff, guys. Nice and clear. That yellow tint. I don't know where it went, but it's not in there. Um, it was in my pocket, and now it's here. I can't read it. It's very powerful, <clears throat> though. It looks Super cool. premium cartridge. Superior quartz cartridge. 510 thread, 8-watt max capability. Ultimate flavor experience. Lab-tested, contaminant, and pesticide-free. <laughs> nice. No polyethanol, glycerol, or glycerin. And most potent Damn. THE cartridge available. One gram of... You have young eyes. You can <laughs> read things that are small. I have old eyes. I have eyes that are only two feet tall. Like I love this, but it's like isn't it a little aggressive? It's isn't very. Like, it's gonna called knock bra- you out. It's like... called brass knuckles. <laughs> I mean, it's it's incredibly aggressive. We're talking about this cartridge for this vape pen. Well, I always sound like I'm in the future. I'm this loading my vape pen. You're in it. It's now. It's happening. Captain's log. My vape pen is ready to go. And I'm loading it with Jagger Spock. Hold my rubber thing. <laughs> What's rubber, this you got already on you in that battery? Yeah, there's a whole other one going on. You know, you have to be very... Hey! You gotta be... Hey! You gotta be really delicate. What did you do? You just turned I'm, it. I'm you the... turned it too much. And then you got... It, you turned it. Sorry, I'm yelling at you, but you gotta be really delicate. I saw what you did with it. This is a new thing. You have to be gentle. God damn it, you twisted it so hard. Fuck. Oh my goodness. That sounds. That doesn't sound right. But (laughs) no, no, that did not. It sounds. Are you? Are you? The cartridge is fine. He's Mr. Furley out there. (laughs) What's that now? Say what? What is this flavor? You have have two pens. Reference. You know that, right? What are you yelling at me for? Holy shit, this is working really well. <laughs> this um, very special. <laughs> you broke the other. Hey, just don't fucking twist it so much. <laughs> I'm holding it like a baby bird, but more. Oh, look, can you I fucking do? tighten the whole goddamn. <laughs> what do you mean it's new to you? You're in this whole damn world. Holy <laughs> fucker! Look what you did to this. You see this thing? This little metal piece here, because these things are so goddamn del- You introduced me to these things! You don't know how it works! Oh, you can't- I think you, you destroyed so- it, but fuck. There's this little nub you gotta keep above this lip here, so the fucking- It matches up with the battery, so the goddamn thing works, and if it- <laughs> Why are you undoing it? 
I'm just, looking for it. was talking working. About. Well, it's, it, give me it. Just give it to me. Look, this is this is not this is not how you're supposed to be with weed. You're supposed to be mellowed out. Look, you have to be like a dainty goddamn butler. Hello, sir. I have your cartridge, sir. It's totally screwed this on. This is the world we're living is in. Is it guys. working now? Is it working? It's not. You know why? Because you fucked it up, Kay. Okay, it's working fine for that me. That looks like it's <laughs> <smoke> to me. <laughs> You're fine. It's all good. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about these things. I'm sorry I was yelling at you. I've gone from smoking out of apples like a caveman to smoking out of the future. I know. Like goddamn Kubrick. I'm sm I'm like in two Hey Chad, how you doing out there? I'm here. Dude. I'm Mr. Furley. I'm literally spying yeah, on Mr. you. Mr. Furley. You made that time I was talking like this. Mm -hmm. Speaking of English, guess what? What? Guess who I'm interviewing very soon. Who? <sighs> Just kill me with it. Well, who is it? Just guess. Who would I know that's English that I'd be very excited about interviewing very soon? I don't know. Uh, someone in your Harry Potter world? Yes! Is it a female? No! No? No! Is it? Okay. Oh. I'm very excited. Is it start with an E? Yeah! Z next? What? Easy? No, you think it would be E-Z-R-A, but that man is... The man's busy. He's in several franchises, and his mouth is tired. Because I found out he's very kind of connected. It's my whole burner world, apparently. He's been on the boat, as you just recently I wouldn't, met. Oh, we'll have to talk about the boat as well. I <laughs> would not be surprised. The man yeah. gets around. Okay, so mail. Next. Colin? Starts with an E, motherfucker. I'm blinking. You don't... Eddie? Yes. Ah, I loved him. He was very sweet. He was very sweet. Also a Lana fan, so he's got my like loyalty forever. Oh, is he forever. a Lana Del Rey fan? I told him I was going to see her in Liverpool. Is he, he a was Lana like, Del Rey wicked. fan? So that means he's a fan, obviously. I don't, I, don't, I don't know anything about modern music at all. I'm such a That's why I'm music. here. I'm here to fill that little I void when we talk that. about things. Like... You fill the millennial <laughs> void. Wait, so when is he coming around? Is he going to be on podcasts? Is he going to smoke <laughs> We're in the millennial falcon right now. Punch it, Kay! Hello, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the Millennial Falcon with Kay. <laughs> uh, so, Kay, you have something special that happened to you. Wait, no, you didn't answer my question. What when is he question? coming in? When are you doing that? When does that happen? Very soon. And it's in this... In this, in this like, before this weekend? It's or? in a secret fucking place. Undisclosed. The guy, he, no he's Gondra in a bubble. He's in a bubble. Oh, my God. And I have to give... I've given a code and oh a secret God. password. And then people shoot at me. You don't want to be there. I want to be there. They shoot at you and take you. ready for this? Dan's recording this one on his own. What are you talking about? The, 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 Eddie, the Eddie one. You're you're the man. I'm going in with my own equipment. He's doing this on his own. So you need an assistant. Hello. I don't. I already offered. I'm hey, fine. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Everything. Wow. Everyone wants to meet Eddie. No, no I met no, Eddie. You met he Eddie was Eddie sweet. He was very no, sweet. No, this I is can... a big, this is a fun, great interview. Dude. I, I'm aware. I, I, I I'm interviewing this guy. Well, what, how my are you going to talk about? Eddie Redman. Yeah, what, what, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, what, what, you'll find out what after the fucking thing, man. It's going to be us chilling in the fucking secret location, probably inside the case with the animals. Well, I'll just try not to be FOMO'd out, but whatever. Enjoy. Slow Tell him I said hi. Tell him I said hello. Slow mode out. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Whoa. See, the, I, these kids today with their Millennial acronyms. void. See, I'm important. Punch it! Yay! It's the fastest ship in the last thousand years. 
Well, this is the future. What? Millennials probably invented these little things you're smoking out of right now, no? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Wait, when were you born? 95. Holy fuck. <laughs> Chad, how do you feel now? Really old. You feel like a weird old man now? 95. <laughs> I graduated, well, I was supposed to graduate college in 95. Well, I was coming <laughs> out into the world. That was a... Wow. I graduated high school born. in 94. Me. I feel really aged. Both it's of okay. You Both look, of you look, we all resonate, easy. so that says something. <coughs> That's true. You know what's important? Either what's that? you guys are real immature or I'm real mature. No, I'm, in, I'm incredibly... Or a little bit, a little bit of both. I'm maybe. trying to figure <laughs> out what, the, what it is. I think I'm incredibly immature, okay? I think I'm really immature. Well, I've always resonated with people who are like 8 to 10 years older than me. I live with all people who are like No, I see that. Like you know, you, that you're, older. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're an old soul. Also, you have... I'm also probably like an ancient alien, but we'll just describe well, yeah, that that's, one. That's, 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 that's an interesting <laughs> way of saying it. Starseed sister. Here I am. Here I am. We are Again. here to free the world. Are you ready? <laughs> are you a rainbow child looking to figure out how to fucking wake up? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we got all sorts of shit. We're getting into fucking ganja girl. Okay, so hold on. I'm interviewing Eddie. That's definitely one thing. But Chad. And I'm coming in yes, secret Chad, location. Check it. No, Catch you're not. No, you're not. It's a secret thing. Oh, are you going to talk about that thing? Check this fucking one thing. thing. Yes. What's next? No, no. It's the thing that you don't know that she did. Oh, what did she do that <laughs> I don't know? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, okay, okay. What did you do? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> what kind of secrets do you have? The secrets you want to know. Okay, tell us everything. Spill it now. So you may have heard about a new movie coming out. Um, this little company called Marvel is producing a movie called Black Panther. Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had the beautiful opportunity to see it last night. Watch out! <laughs> You're my new favorite human. Ah, I don't Do know if any those? of you guys knew what was going on. There's a Black Panther live panel via Twitter last night. So the whole cast was actually chilling. <laughs> answering questions. <laughs> Do you hear these sounds that she's It's making? unbelievable. Yeah, With her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have, learned. I learned something last night. You have vibranium on. What? You wear vibranium. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What's it called? Something. Vibranium. No, you got it. I vibranium. Got it. Wow. So, you know, it was beautiful. It was great. The cast was, like, really, really funny and interactive, and their answers were all solid. Um, oh, okay. That's fake. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I love them. I mean, okay. Uh, <sighs> but the movie itself. Yes. Don't, 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 don't. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. I don't think I'm ready. I'm going to take off my headphones. Chad, you take off your headphones? I'm not going to tell right. you no, um, Okay, now I got it. I want you to spoil the shit out of it for me. Um, It was exciting. The setup was really good. It's so far from like the Marvel Universe itself. Like There's little bits here really? and there, like, but it's not like... It's far from it. They are on Earth often, ever, much, if that makes sense. They are in on so Earth. So they're like establishing the whole Wakanda, which is essentially like a not real uh, African country that yes. they kind of combine all sorts of different cultures into. Yes. And it is the alleged, like, El Dorado. So instead of El Dorado being in South Africa, it was in Africa the whole time, yada, yada. And they have And the this... gold is vibranium? Essentially, yeah, because they have so much... Or it's actually the vibranium which provides technology for them. Oh, my God. So they have the most advanced technology in the world, but they're completely hidden from everybody. So oh there's, God. like, some super big, like dome shield thing that you know they're in a forest and nobody can get in unless you are wakandan like a cloaking shield type thing yeah exactly <laughs> you're still there Jen. i'm dying to see I this can, movie i can set i can set the stage and not you know yeah yeah of course give too much away <laughs> ow shit 
But there's there's also ah. a very similar pot, plot line to like the Thor family mind. whatever yeah. situation. Oh, um, as, as far as like loyalty, family, you brothership. Tell me that the, you tell me that the armor is made out of uh, the same shit? No, the armor, oh my goodness, they have new suits. Fire. Fire? <laughs> super amazing, super beautiful. <laughs> the aesthetic, like everything is just gorgeous. The whole movie is Holy just gorgeous. Shit. There's like, emojis this... shooting out of your face and they're hurting me. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It must be the millennial it's... in me. <laughs> Punch it! Good. <laughs> um, but it was. Yes. Go ahead. Do you have any questions? What do you What are you curious about? What... I am so curious about every aspect of this film. I mean, how did it stand as far as, uh, you know, where it stood in the whole lineage of all these movies? Did it stand up to everything? Was it, was it the best one you ever saw? I mean, do you want me to tell you the main conflict, or do you want me to? I not want you to answer that it? one question that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, in it's five like parts. they're they're completely in Wakanda, but totally aware of what's going on in the whole in the world. Like you, they don't they don't ever really mention like you know. But what about the part where they're all running every character together? That's Infinity Wars. That's oh, not. That's my I'm question. an idiot. That's not Black I'm Panther. I'm an idiot. So, so wait, did you get a trailer for Infinity Wars in this? Yeah, film? so that oh. no, that came out for the Super Bowl. So I saw oh, that, right. and I thought that was Black Panther. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like everything has changed. But no, that is for Infinity Wars. So this came out and set the whole background of um, T'Challa, Black Panther, whatever the king, yes. and how he came to his power. And they explained like why he has special powers, how his suit is made. His sister makes his suit. His sister's a badass. Like, yeah. Um, so they compare her. She's smarter than Tony Stark, I think, is what they said somewhere. So, so. only the Asgardians. Uh, so Thor makes an. It's appear. a very much like Asgardian kind of concept. Like no, nobody has like special powers or whatever, but it's a very hidden high. Thor tech. shows up and he's like, "I need a vibranium patch for my eye now." Is <laughs> yeah. that what happened? Uh, it, no, Thor's not in this one. I don't know. That's oh. all Infinity War. That, like literally, there's like one character from like the Marvel universe before that you. Really know. You'll see. You're, it's great. I'm not... You'll fucking tell me now, okay? Um, let's see. You're gonna tell me. Who would it be? Who would it be? Who Do you want me to tell you? I think I know who it is. Who? What's your? I'm guess? gonna say Cap. Captain America, probably. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. No, he's not an invent. He's not like a. Wait a minute, he gets a shield from these fucking. That's he, got, a, he gets the shield. That's from Infinity them. War. You are confusing your films. You're yeah no no. Oh. So Why Black I Panther was get really. the Somebody get this man. I would jacket. <laughs> so let's see, Martin Free. He's Martin. Martin Freeman. Yeah, so he's the only Bilbo guy. Bilbo Baggins. Yes. <laughs> he's the only dude. He's the only dude. You're he's kidding. the only one who knows about Black Panther, really, or who Black, that the king is the Black Panther. He's the whitest dude in the world, and they send him in. Yep. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> so that's amazing. I love that. So how the fuck it? So so tell me about the action sequences. Very amazing because there's various types of like fighting, I guess. Very like tribal warrior defending my country, my king. Ah. Um, there's giant rhinos and golden armor. Like, that Love was it. one of my favorite scenes. And, I mean, it's not a fantastic creature, but, it, I mean, it is. Rhinos are fantastic creatures, but it has that kind of, like, overwhelming, crazy, fun, magical, like, this isn't Earth aspect, if that makes sense. Sure, I was chased by a <laughs> giant rhino kind of creature yeah, once. So, I like, know what that's like. it takes you back through that. So, like, oh, for the 4DXD, this is going to be a great movie because there's I a know. lot of stuff going on. Very excited about that. Um, his suit is just so crazy. So, you, you, so, where is it, so to answer my question, not, not where does it – okay, my question is, was it out of, like, your favorite top five, where did it stand? It's definitely up there. I just the color, the music, the 
the the <laughs> conflict too with again okay the big conflict I guess to ruin it ruin everything um is you know uh the king T'Challa finds out that he has a brother that yes. was the son of the his king the king yes who was a traitor okay and sold vibranium to Claw who is like the, one of the other main guy Claw whatever. yeah 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 so he helps him so he's a traitor so now there's like a Loki type of situation where Loki. he's not brought into the realm but there's another child who's now left behind on earth when he's a Wakandan the whole time so there he's just grows up hating them obviously and growing up in this real world where there's all sorts of issues where he's like our people are on this planet and are being oppressed, whereas there is this place, Aquanda, what has all of the vibranium, if they were to give that power to, you know, what's going on right now, Black Lives Matter is a huge issue. If the vibranium were to be provided to things like that, causes like that, they'd be like, we wouldn't be oppressed. So why are you guys hiding and not helping out the rest Whoa. of the world? So the conflict isn't even like anyone's even evil. It's just like a misunderstanding of like, why are you in hiding and why aren't you helping everybody else? Which... Is a very relevant question <laughs> to everything going on in the world right now. So at the very end, there's a speech, and you're just like, as far as that movement and everything else going on in the world, you're just kind of like, yeah, like we, we should, wow. we need to get on board with this. So it was a very, very powerful message in that, you know, um, aspect. So what kind of tomatoes are happening for it? Are there tomatoes happening? Are there the rotten, tomatoes? The rotten tomatoes? Yeah, why do they why do they call it rotten tomatoes? Why you don't throw they just rotten call tomatoes it... at bad at no, bad acts? <laughs> I know, but why don't they just call it tomatoes? An area. It got like what, like a ninety something? Yeah, right now Black Panther's at ninety seven. Black Panther mm. is at ninety seven. Never mind. Well, I don't know what I read, but I thought it was amazing. It was wonderful. The music, everything, everything was so beautiful. And there was also like a third, like kind of like a challenger, but not really an evil person who ends up being great anyway. So all the characters, the development of the characters were great. Um, fine, fine. I'm it's very it's jealous. visually beautiful. <laughs> you said suit. that eight times. I'm incredibly jealous, Kay. It's I'm just, jealous <laughs> now. The sunsets are the most beautiful sunsets in the world in Wakanda. Now, now, the, now, now I can't see. And She's they were all made in a computer. Does that make you feel nauseous now? I'm trying to make you feel nauseous. Fuck <laughs> I had a great time. I'm jealous. Oh, oh of you. do you want to know who does come back? Should I really fuck no, it up for no, you guys? No, 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 no. Um, tell me. It's in, the <laughs> it's in the after after video, and he knows that he, even if I say it, he won't be able to take his microphone. Howard the Duck. Is it Howard the Duck? No, who is it? No, Howard Duck was in the other one. So tell me. So his sister is chilling. Tell me. And guess who walks up out of her like healing tent? Say it. Bucky. Oh. Oh, good. I miss Bucky. With the arm. The Yeah. So he's chilling and he's Bucky again. You oh, know he's what Bucky I mean? again. He's like, hey, man, what's going on, man? Yeah, because she's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Bucky. I'm Bucky. What's up? So and like, I got this vibranium but arm. But he's just now. like in Wakanda now. So like, well, he's got the vibranium arm, I suppose. He doesn't have an arm yet, but I was thinking, I mean, yeah. Wait, wait, vibranium. Was that the same metal that was in no. Wolverine's arms? Adamantium was... is in Wolverine. Uh, Adamant, adamantium is the most powerful metal, the strongest metal in the Marvel Universe. Right. Vibranium, yes. its power, it's very strong metal. Yes. But its power is that it vibrates at a certain level and you can't hear people coming. Oh. So that so they put it. This is what it was in his costume, right? Mm -hmm. They put it in his like uh, boots and shit, so you couldn't hear like cat, him. like a like cat, like a cat, like a cat, cat man running through the this night. So cool. 
So then, like, when you become the Black Panther, and his, obviously his father, the king, passes away. Um, which, ow! Uh, which okay, one, Jesus which... Christ, you gotta warn me when you're gonna do a vibranium punch. <laughs> wait, what movie was it that he passed <laughs> away? Was it Civil War? Who, wait, who are you talking about? When uh, the king passed away. T'Challa's dad. That was Civil War. Yeah, Civil War? Okay. Which was basically Avengers 3, even though it wasn't wow. Avengers 3. Okay. <laughs> so that's when the Black Panther first came out, and they yes. kind of like pre-established him. Right, right. And so it kind of goes back to when he goes home, and it's like, okay, your dad's dead now, so you you're the new king. You have to take the mantle. So like they do this whole ceremony where the Black Panther's powers are given to him through a flower. Oh, there are powers, huh? Yeah, so you have like super enhanced powers, so the king is reserved for that. So the flower does it? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's okay, what's the glowing flower from like Rapunzel? It's like, but it's it's very beautiful. It's ayahuasca. So he does ayahuasca and gets really <laughs> and starts vomiting everywhere. <laughs> no, so then they bury, they give him it, and then they bury him under this like I can't stop some kind shitting. of like orange, <laughs> orange powder sand, and he Whoa. goes into like this um, ancestral, like third dimension. I don't know, lucid dreaming, and yeah. he sees his dad, and he Hell gets to talk yeah. to his dad, and That's he sees ayahuasca. all the Black Panthers who come up in the yeah. history. Oh. So it kind of has that like Lion King. Yeah, like, yeah I was gonna say King everything stars. you're saying is like first they have a guy named Claw. Versus it's Scar, a, very oh, lying. Funny, King. it is Lion King. <laughs> but um, <laughs> stop it. I was gonna say the swamp thing because the swamp thing has that kind of connection to the collective too, and he sees all the past swamp things and shit. Very good, he sees all the past pants. And then he does a whole dance number. He's just like. <laughs> I can't wait to get my vibranium. <laughs> yeah, I put them in my socks and they can't hear me run. No? Oh! Well, this is a great time as any to go to that Eddie interview. What do you think? What am I talking to Eddie about? I'm talking to Eddie about oh, his um, movie Ardman. His Ardman movies. Del Rey. I'm gonna talk, I'll ask him about Lana Del Rey. And I'll ask what? him about Eddie. But he's doing that new Ardman movie, uh, Early Man, right? The Claymation one? I think that's yeah. what it's called. He'll tell do, me what I it's called. Um, I love all that Armin stuff. Uh, we've talked forever. I think that it's time. To it's 2018. Time to upgrade your movie watching experience. Check out 4DX today and get into the action. Stretch your senses beyond the screen. 4DX is an immersive full sensory theater experience equipped with wind, fog, rain, scents, and a ton of effects to bring you into the story. <laughs> Feel the force vibrate with every lightsaber duel. Yeah! Feel the wind rip through a train heist. Yahoo! And every twist and turn on the high-speed chase. Yeah! 40X has theaters in Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, Washington, D.C., and many more slated to open in a 40X theater near you soon. 40X USA on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, so we had, uh, hello, hello, testing, testing. So we had um, Ali on, and that was awesome. I'm just gonna move yeah, this out of the way just in case. Is Ali currently? She's in fucking Antarctica. In Antarctica. Oh my gosh, she's extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, so what how is long she, she going for? I don't know, man. I mean, she's she's. Um, it's with Greenpeace, is it? Yeah, yeah. she went out to uh, Antarctica. And she's, I, I've been seeing her Instagram feed where she's like, you know, she's like sick as a dog on the way. Where did she leave from? I have no idea. I have no idea. What an she's like a world traveler. 
Yeah, she went she's to... She's a spirit, is what she is, isn't she? Yeah. She's like... Um, she's like an angel. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so... Uh, I wanted to... You know, so I do like a name thing. Okay. With people, because I... You want to know what your name means? Hell yeah. Have you ever looked into it? <laughs> um... I've, I've been told probably apocryphal stories about where my name comes from, but what, please tell me where so I heard this. I basically I was told that the name Redmain yes came from like ancestors came over with William the Conqueror. Whoa, dude! And were ha- helpful to him, and so were given land in Britain in Northumberland where the soil is really red, and Crazy. so they were known as the Red Men. And then that sh- somehow changed to red mane. But randomly, once I was in LA, yeah, and this driver was like, "Do you want to know where your name comes from?" I was like, <laughs> what? What? "What? What do you know?" Like, he's like, "Yeah, I've been doing lots of sort of research into it." And yeah, and he basically told me the same sort of story, but rather than red man, it was red manus. Like their hands got red, but um, but Latin word for hand because it like the soil was red. The soil. You're, you're looking for something. Like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna do this the whole anyway, time. I have, I have no jumping around. <laughs> this is how I do. So I, but I don't know whether that's complete bullshit. It probably is complete. No, I think that, I think there's something to it, man. I feel like you've done some research. Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, I, you know, I do that for every, all my Amazing. awesome guests. I didn't know I was getting bonus. Yeah, dude. Everyone gets a little gift. Life history. <laughs> so, Edward. Yeah. John David Redmayne. <laughs> okay. So, Edward means fortunate guardian. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I have one or I am one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. John. Yeah. Jehovah has been gracious. Ooh. God has been gracious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, Daniel means uh, God is my judge. Oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. David yeah. means beloved. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so this now. great. I have a great name. You have a beautiful I name. I have a quite boring name. <laughs> so now I thought like Red Maid was, yeah. you know, men of the red hair. Yeah. You know, Red Maid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But I looked into it and. Maine translates, I think it's in the Celtic, to a word called cairn. Okay? Oh, Take the, everything. Said that. Say it again. Cairn. Whoa. Take everything with the great assault yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. No, I'm taking this as. A cairn. Yeah. Is a man made tower of rocks dating back to prehistoric times. Oh, this is good. Okay. So now. Okay, so your full name yeah. is Fortunate Guardian. <laughs> Jehovah has been gracious, beloved, Tower of Rocks dating back to prehistoric times. <laughs> 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 the greatest thing I ever heard. Okay. So, that's the, so the segue there is the prehistoric times, okay? So what are you here for? Um, I mean... You're in New York. I'm in New York to play a pre to to promote a film in which I play a prehistoric man yes. with really shoddy teeth. With really this shoddy is, teeth all over the place. This is all making so much. Sense. I guess. Okay, so here's a weird thing. Okay. When we were doing um, the recent Beasts, film, yes, Catherine Waterston, who plays Tina, who's heaven, was really getting into like family history. Mm. 
And she leapt onto the makeup trailer one day and was like, we're related. And I was like, what? what? She like found something oh my God. by which her family and my, our, like my family You're related. You're kidding. No. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. It's quite. It's, it's Wait, how are you related? I mean, she says it went back quite a long way. Right. She did tell me, but I couldn't quite understand it. It was quite. It was quite uh, but isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah. So we'll find so, out. We'll find out Newt and Tina are related, like a Luke and Leia thing. Oh my god, that would be crazy. Yeah, I'm nodding as if I know about Luke and Leia. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I, you don't know anything I about. I know. I mean, I've definitely watched the early Star Wars films. Audition for several or one. Wait, um, wait. Oh, oh, oh. For for. I, Vader, yeah, in the early ones, yeah, that uh, would have been incredible. Um, but that, what me playing it? Yeah, are you kidding me? I was Dude. absolutely awful. I did about ten different. Um, they would have sci-fi voices. It was yeah, but you know whatever. It was. Um, I think uh, about the two. Yeah, listen. One of them is an Academy Award-winning actor, and the other guy, what's he doing now? Oh, no, he's flipping amazing. Yeah, he's wonderful. He, I actually do think he's quite... quite he was fine. He was a fine Anakin. <laughs> um, do, but, uh, what I wanted to ask you yes, about being ahead, in New man. York is what, what theater should I go see? <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Okay. I have no idea. I've been totally okay. out of the loop. Okay, good. I just I feel like to... you're, my, you're my man into, like, okay. Broadway. Oh, yeah, what did I, um, hmm, yeah, what should you go see? I don't know, I'll think about it for a second, but do you like being in New York? I flipping love it, I came like... It's like the dirty cousin of, of London. No, it's like the intoxicating, sort of, hedonistic, um, place where stuff happens. Yeah. I find it like, I, I remember first coming to New York when I was a kid, and having seen it in films, and it and arriving from JFK and it felt the whole thing felt like the like a complete film set but on sort of steroids I couldn't get yeah. I, and for I think certainly whenever I come back to this city I always think oh is it going to disappoint is it not going to live up to my memory and, and nostalgia and expectation of it and it always kind of sledgehammers you in the gut I, I adore it you know what I saw recently? I saw, um, not, now that I think about it, I saw Eve Ensler's one-woman show. Wow, how was that? It was, um, you know, it's like a one-woman show. It's yeah. like so, it's, it's, it's you know, yes, you're, wa you're watching a, yeah. a very stylized piece done by a woman who has basically invented it, yeah. the genre, you know. Um, and she also did vagina monologues and all this. And yeah. you're watching, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that she was an expert. Yeah. I went in there and it's all about her battle with uh, her sickness and, and she had cancer and fighting yeah. it. And it's that story. Wow. And um, I don't want to give it away, but yeah. there is something so magical that happens at the end really that she saves for the end it's basically just her on stage with a couple of you know props and stuff wow but the curtains the back curtains open at the end yeah and i, I don't want to say it's like it a but hardcore reveal it's a hardcore reveal it's the whole, the whole you're there for the whole play and then yeah. suddenly there's this magical oh, thing gosh. behind it well have you have you ever done a one man thing like, like a, i did a thing in uh in in college, yeah. where it was basically me and all. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> That's liquid. I answered the question wrong. <laughs> there he is. Yes, absolutely. How are you today? Good. How are you? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, please do. Thank you so much. Lovely.
I know, and beautiful, beautiful little bouquet. It's Valentine's Day. Yes. 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 Daddy, yes. I'm spending Valentine's Day with you. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going, I mean, I, I, I got plans with my wife later, yeah, but you're on, you're on your I'm own. Here, I'm here on my lonesome writing book. My, I'm going back to London tomorrow, and oh, okay. I, my wife and I are having a belated Valentine's um, that's nice. Um, wait, because I I don't know why, and in fact I think Kerry Mulligan is just doing a one woman show in, in London. And I've been just reading about um, that. I just find it such a terrifying prospect. I'm not like what I love about oh, God, theater yeah, is yeah. getting to play off people. Yeah, I, you were with Molina in, uh, in in red. In here. red, yeah. 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 She's how I, long did that run? I, was, I think it was, we did we did it in London for several months, and we did it for. Um, I think 16 weeks here. And you were and nominated, right? Did you, win a t- did you win a Tony Award? Yeah, I did, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so you're a Tony Award no, winning, was... Academy Award winning actor. No. What else? What else you got? You going for an EGOT? No, no, no. No? no. You don't I, have no interest I, in that. I, um, that night with Tony said, God, that Americans do award shows better than anyone else, don't they? I guess so. I mean, I, I, like to- I only watch those. When you sort of go to the um, the, the awards, the BAFTAs or something? Or the theatre ones, in, they're very sort of intimate in the UK and here. Uh, I'm going to Radio City. And it was just yes. Like, it was like... It's a fucking parade. It was. But God, it was exciting. I yeah. took it kind of... I had this hilarious thing when my um, my mum came as my date and my mum's like a wonderfully competitive person. And so I said to her like beforehand... Yeah. You know, there's this thing when the nominations happen in our category, they will come up and they will put a camera in front of you. And like, but when I don't win, you can't get too sort of aggressive or like upset. Right. Okay, so we have to sort of be. Anyway, I was lucky enough to win. Turned to my mum, who was <laughs> yeah. totally stone faced and poker faced. Because I told her, like, basically not to react. And I was like, I won, mum. Like, <laughs> you can react. You can react. No. Um, Your mum is lovely, by the way. Oh, back at you. I uh, love that the, our parents are sort of regular. Regular is upset. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in mm. a second. I, um, so, so tell me about uh, why, why you're here yeah. early, early man. So I love Aardman movies. Oh, oh my God. Like... Wallace and Gromit. Oh man, I grew up on that man. Like, Dan, I'd love you to meet Nick Park. You you guys would get along so well. So he, I, I saw a documentary like when I was probably when I was still in high school about him, and uh, this is I guess it was before his whole his whole thing burned down, right? His whole yeah. studio burned down. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. But I saw this documentary about him, and just seeing him talk about the characters and the way his fingers move and it was yeah. like he it was one character. of the characters no, totally. yeah. and when his face and when his face transforms into into well so you know how in films and stuff the idea of like a director giving you line reading is kind of a bit taboo like it's sure. a weird thing that actors have uh, in which like if director says say it like this and then does a version of it it tends not to go down that well and normally it's because the actor doesn't you can repeat how it sounds but it doesn't sound true unless you yeah. kind of discovered it yourself yeah. so there's a whole thing in our industry about like directors shouldn't give line readings when I was doing Early Man with Nick Park who is one of my favourite people in the world we would try a line like hundreds and hundreds of times and he's like always happy 
but you begin to realize that there's a scale of like, oh yeah, he's super happy when you get something. And then, and, and so you're sort of judging by his reaction, how your takes are going. Yeah. And then eventually if he's like sort of constantly happy, but not quite going, they go, Nick, will you do it? And his, and his, literally his entire face transforms into every single one of his characters. Wow. And, and he, it always sounds at least a hundred times better than you can. And he basically just try and replicate it. So he's the sort of, the director that I love getting line readings from. <laughs> There's something about a, someone's, his mind where he's, you know, he's got everything in his head. He's got every character in his head. He already knows he's got, he's laid out for months. Yeah. And, and then when you see him work, the, you know, it's, it's, it's painstaking centimeter by centimeter yeah, yeah. you know these little emotions for these characters not just that the environment yeah. you know yeah it's it's it's, it's kind of mind-blowing it's mind-boggling but also the idea of the, that humor comes quite often from, and from create, spontaneity or from to create like, humor like, like that yeah it's in quite, an incubator to, yeah and and to and to have to micromanage every little huh. as you say like eyebrow movement yeah and, um no, one of the great His... great experiences of this film was going to going to Ardman in Bristol, and it's kind of extraordinary because their studios are just like in this business park on the sort of suburb of Bristol, and yeah. completely nondescript next to various other things. And you walk into this building that couldn't look less pre like sort of studio like, yeah. Um, and you walk into it and it's like an Aladdin's cave. It's like walking into the <laughs> Willy Wonka factory. And so you just see hundreds of different areas Miniature. where they have, yeah, they have the, and they're, uh, these extraordinary sets that are tiny sized. And, um, and then you have the area, there's this kind of area where they have a massive caveman, a couple of massive caveman suits and spears. And basically, <laughs> animators and Nick get dressed up oh. and, and sort of film it doing yeah, what they're old doing. School, in all like Looney Tunes exactly, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. They can then kind of try and replicate it. And, I um, love that. Yeah. No, it was, it was really breathtaking to, to see it. And then there's the, the area which something really astounded me was the kind of mouths area. There's this like area where you just have thousands of different mouths and each time every frame they remove the mouth and replace just it with another on one your mouth. and sort of and then mold it back onto Right. Yeah, no it's it was it was kind of mind boggling. That's what they do with the well did he did he even did he mention um what happened with uh like that must have been insane for his whole thing to go up in flames. No, I actually didn't talk to him about it. I think yeah. it's probably a bit too brutal. Too, I think too brutal. I think it yeah. I don't know whether it was at the actual studio or where I think it was a warehouse where they kept a lot of their old wow. work. But no, I mean, I must have been heartbreaking. I mean, for a guy who's so intricate, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. One of the great things, Dan, you love is at the last day of filming. Yeah, he drew on my script like um, Doug is my character and Hognob is his sort of sidekick. Hog, not. Billy Hoggy thing, <laughs> and, uh, which he voices, and um, oh. and he did this kind of little sketch, which is on the cover of the thing. It's amazing. It's my going to frame it. Um, what was your favorite Ardman growing up? Did you have a favorite one? Um, mine were the Creature Comforts. Oh, have you seen those? Yeah, that's like the one of the original. Ones. Yeah. yeah. So it was this thing where he went, he went round the country in the UK interviewing people just about their lives right. just random stuff and then he animated Genius. their stuff to, to, to animals yeah. and, and it is one of like the Academy Awards or something. I think so yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you go it's 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 a, oh. it's a YouTube hole worth um, yeah. falling down my favourite uh, was uh, I love New Trousers mm. and Wallace and Gromit yeah and I you know I was always a Harpo fan yeah and Gromit was just like 
you, you know, he doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. But just the looks. Totally. We're the genius. Looks. At this moment, dear podcast listener, Dan is doing a really <laughs> freaking good Wallace look. That's like Grumman look. It's, uh, um, I just heard that the, the, the voice of... Um, of Wallace and Gromit died this year, which is incredibly, oh. incredibly sad because it was such an iconic. Um, yeah, he was such an iconic voice. Cheese, um, Gromit. Uh, <laughs> I love that shit. So good, so good. Um, and also, just comes from I don't know something about making this film that, that, that um, Nick has a heart of gold, and all the animators, Merlin, all the people that work, they, they just come from such an uncynical, warm-hearted place. And and when the world is going to, yeah, um, yeah. it just it's so lovely to find that lack of cynicism and see people still wanting to make those stories. You know? When uh, when's it come out? Soon. Today. Today. I think it does. Yeah. Oh, what wow. day? What day is it today? No, tomorrow. Friday. I know it's going to be in 4D, man. In f- what is 4D? 4D. I'm going to go see it in 4D. It's, Wait, 4D is. It's the name of your podcast. Yes. Other than that, okay. I, what is it? I basically the, the name of the podcast came yeah. from seeing a 4D movie once and saying, "Holy shit! I this is incredible." So basically, the seats move. Okay. But like, imagine you're watching Star Wars, yeah, and you're feeling the fucking G forces yeah. of the Millennium Falcon. Okay, wait, but does it? How on? Uh, no, no, it's on like hydraulic lifts and shit, man. What? So when they make the film, yes. do they they send it to the 4D people who, yeah. are, who are our sponsor now? Wow, they pay for us. I'm to amazing. Yeah, no. So, so I'm gonna go for Fantastic Beasts. I'm gonna go, and they're gonna show me before the movie comes out the the 4D wait, version. Didn't you watch it in 4D last time, Fantastic Beasts? Did you? I tell did me once it was in the movie theater. But, but so wait, so yeah. it's what? Oh, wow, we're talking. What was that like? Yeah, it was. It, 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 I mean, it's a ride. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Does it make you actually feel vomitous sick? Well, if you get nauseous, mm. yeah, mm. you're not. You know, but if you if you, <laughs> it's not your thing. You have to have a drink with a cap yeah. on it. You know? It's like your popcorn. It's like popcorn yeah. everywhere. You are holding on. You are. Wow. You are constantly in. Engaged in the movie, you're wow. engaged in it. Like if you're if you love Star Wars, if, yeah. like that kind of thing, or action movies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, you know, Fantastic Beast was right up there as one of yeah. my favorite uh, movies to see yeah. like this. Wow. Um, basically, no, wait, is it just see, movement, Danny? No, no, no. There's smoke. Oh, there's, where does the smoke come from? Smoke comes from the bottom of the screen. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So what was the obscurus like? Right. So, so then you have you have wind. So the obscure is flying mm. through the town to flying to yeah. New York. Yeah, you're moving with the fucking obscures. Oh you're the God. POV of the obscures, and you're and you are. It's like you're you're traveling with it. That's amazing. Yeah. Wait, where is where can I go and see a four? Okay, so you got a Union Square here. Yeah. Okay. Four D. I don't know. I, it might be. A, I don't even know if they have it in the UK. I think they don't have one on no. there yet, but I think they're going to do it. Wow. And I think you can find it out in the. Um, I don't know. I think it. They do have one out there, but not in London. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you see, I think that's what I think is amazing about that is that and, and Midtown they have one at the Ewok. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there is this whole thing now with television and cinema, and is cinema dead? And what's the and this and, is them bringing and, them and back? Yeah, taking control of basically what the experience is. Yeah. I find it that sort of interesting thing now. 
we both have like young children mm. and and you know to go out to the cinema or go to the theater you've got to get babysitters in and you got all that sort of stuff like yeah. it's got to be it's got to be in a um event worth sorry my phone is currently vibrating in my pocket do you need to get it no I don't. no you're good it's a number i have no idea what it is Okay, yeah. So you should definitely go see Fantastic Beasts or see I will a, do. a I will movie. Do, yeah. Like I think Early Man is going to be 4D. Cool. Yeah, that might be something really great that to see. That would be it. kind of wonderful, actually. Because um, I, I assume it's an adventure movie, or else yeah. you wouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, fun, is that man. generally the movies you don't see like sort of yeah, no. super Terms sort of, of poetic <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> romances? Yes, exactly. And I'd love to see that. There's a lot of vibrating. It's a lot of, <laughs> of movement. This feels good though. Uh, yeah, no, that's the other thing. The seat yeah. vibrates, oh so like if you, you know, Calm down, it's also interesting for like a a date movie. Mm. But like if you have like a long train sequence, yeah. it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> it's wonderful. So, but like, have you met the guys that do it? I talked to them on the phone. Okay, um, I'm going out to meet them uh, when I go out to LA. Where are they? So they they're based in LA. They're right in the middle yeah. of Hollywood, and yeah. uh, so they have this lab there. They, I've been working with them. Um, basically, they've been sending me tickets, and and I'm gonna go out there, uh, and before Fantastic Beasts comes out, yeah, and they're gonna show me in their lab how they do it, how they do it. That's so cool. That is so, so good. Excited. But uh, also, it must be quite complicated because they, quite often, the films are only just finished just before they come out. Oh yeah, they get it for like a. They have like maybe a week or two to to, wow. to work it out. Wow. Yeah. I love the idea that I've got this image of them being like. Conductors, you know, and watching the whole film, we're going, and now some smoke. Exactly. And by break that seat, by break the seat. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is, man. That's amazing. Um, oh, let me know how that goes. Who else is in Early Man? Um, Maisie Williams. Cool. Who's wicked. Yes. Tom Hiddleston. Great. Who's does this French accent is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> amazing. Oh, true. He's, he's Timothy like Spall is, like, is right. like my kind of dad figure and. Um, and then they're just brilliant um, British comedians, Rob Brydon. Um, that's extraordinary. That's man. my dream. Miriam Margulies. Is this your yeah. first animated? No, you've done other stuff. I may have played a train at yes. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> um, which was my first foray into animated um, movies. You want to do more? I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. I find it really... Because you've done lots, right? I've done a bunch, but I, it's like my favorite it's thing. It's so odd, the experience, the fact that you do it in a vacuum, the fact that you don't really do it with any of the other actors. Yeah. I never understood that, but sometimes it's so they, freeing. Sometimes they will like mm. um, put a couple actors in the room mm. with you. And that, those are some of the best because cool. it's so spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell in the work, you, you know. Yeah. I did uh, one, we had one day with Maisie when Maisie and I went down to, to Arden and we just... And open. that was actually really fun to do it with someone. Oh, yeah, you were yeah. The... We just we, we did one session when we got to riff off each other, and yeah. that was kind of. You're right. There is something different. About yeah. It. Oh, it's like you're. It's so real. You know? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, in the yeah. moment. There's no way that you can fake in the editing, mm. talking over people and the chemistry. Mm. But uh, when you've done animated films, have you tended to do it in your own voice? Or do you like... Oh, no, I always have a crazy voice. A crazy voice. Yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were doing like a... You were like a kid or something. Yeah, like he's a, like a sort of... He's like 17 or something. He's like a teenager. Yeah. And he has these massive wide eyes. Well, you know what's weird? Weird is when we do parts in live action films, you have the script and you kind of work the character up from the page. Whereas what was amazing here is that you know, Nick arrived with a model of Doug 
and and showed me some animation of how he moved and, right. and that kind of basically informed yeah, what, the, you, what the voice became. So yeah, it was really weird. Here you are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they show you. It's yeah. amazing. Have you kept any? Have you got any Jacob Kowalski oh. like um, figurines and stuff? I keep being asked. Have you? You know, have you kept a Doug figure? Like they always tell me on films that you're going to get a the figure version of you I never fucking oh, get it yeah have you got you mean like, like a, a little model yeah like yeah no, no, I don't no. get anything like that no, <laughs> I, I keep, I keep signing off for like the what the images of the boxes of these models will be I'm like what's the model right yeah, I don't know oh oh like oh yeah, yeah. Like little models so weird yeah and I haven't they don't they haven't made one yet it's gonna be a couple more movies yeah. before they make a Jacob no model, come I on I found this I remember figure. I, I we, have our pop, we have our pop pop things yeah. pop things which are cool yeah. But I'm I'm waiting for those action figures. Mm. Those pop things. What? Are, tell me about those pop things. They're a whole world. Yeah. And they, now, like more rather than autograph hunters, they're like oh, they yeah. want those things signed. Oh yeah. They replaced the uh, the bobbleheads. What, what's what's you know, the, I know, right? The whole bobblehead craze leading yeah. up to this was basically you knew you made it in the industry or like as yeah. a baseball player or anything if mm. they made a fucking bobblehead doll yeah. of you and they, you see them like. Basically, a suction cup to your like, yeah. um, to your to your car or something, yeah, yeah. and they move their head moves. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. You know, were they something? Japanese? Probably, yeah. I don't know where it came from, but it it you know it was like a fun yeah. toy. Yeah, those kind of went out of style, and then the pop the pop Pops. dolls came in. Yeah, when was that? Like, is this a sort of five recently, years ago thing? Or yeah, I think it's recently, like in the um, last maybe but, ten years. Yeah, and that's a collectory. Yeah. So, so there's a Niffler version of it and oh, yeah. Iris my daughter used it as like a oh, teething yeah. toy yeah. <laughs> just like shoving this Niffler in her mouth yeah wait till you come home and she's biting on your head I know. You know? my <laughs> no. daughter was blowing on my Jacob pop doll you know they, they they go to the store and they're like they just point yeah. and they yeah. want it you know they, yeah. so we, we have you oh wow we have Jacob we have all Tina yeah. and Queen yeah. they were like I have to have all of them um, I'll never forget though the weird. It's such a weird thing that is now. When I was doing Red with Fred Molina, I think he was in was it Prince of Persia or something film. I was went to F. A. Schwartz and found the there was like a little Lego version of him. Oh. I was so excited to buy it from him. I was like Fred, yes. look, <laughs> yeah, mustache, Lego. Do you have a Lego dude? I don't know. I think there has it come out. There was yet? there was definitely a game, wasn't there? Lego yeah, the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we voiced. Cool. Yeah. Don't you find that kind of extraordinary thing about pieces? The amount of other stuff like voicing the virtual reality and voicing the kind of as you say like the the, the, Le the lego games yeah and the, it's kind of a it's whole a, other world isn't it well yeah man it's a franchise like i mean i i guess let's let's talk about that i was gonna talk about that toward the end but let's get into that like right fucking now like what is it like what was it like for you to suddenly be like the central character in a J.K. Rowling franchise, like you, you are the Harry. Well, in our movies, uh, like think of, you're the central character here. Um, you're on every fucking magazine. You are the guy. Well, I don't know about that. I, but yeah, I, you are. I, I, um, <laughs> I don't know. I had this thing where, where they came to you and were like, "Here, we want you for this." The, the way it came about was, I was. It came, I, I got a call, a really cryptic call, saying David Yates, director, would like to sit down with you to talk about a project. Hush, 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 top secret, top secret, top secret. And we went and we met in a, in a, a club in London, in Soho. It was winter. I met him downstairs. He was sitting next to this fire. 
It was literally like Father Christmas. It was like Santa. <laughs> and I arrived with my set bag, which is this case. And, and oh, yeah. we started sitting down and talking. And he just started telling me about this story, about this character, and then revealed that it was a J.K. Rowling story and that it was... And just started telling me this story of, of Newt's commander and his... Well, and it was completely riveting. And, and But then he started talking about this case, and I had my case there, which looks very much like Newt's case. And then that's I thought I looked like the prick that had turned up, like, no, dresses. No, synchronicity, you know. man. Well, it was, it was a weird synchronicity. the universe synchron- going, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so then it was, it, but it was, it was several months that. There was no script. It was, I'd go back every couple of months, and David would tell me a little bit more about what Joe was writing. And, and then I was lucky enough. I think there was there's some meeting several actors, and then I, I had I read the script, yeah. and it was, and it was like sort of, do you want to do it? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to do it. And um, and I've I've loved it. I've absolutely loved it from from start to finish. It feels so. If I think quite a lot of people often think that because of the scale of the things that, um, that you sort of that perhaps you don't have so much creative input. But what I love about what David and and Joe have created is they kind of really allow us a freedom to bring oh, yeah. thoughts to... Every day. Yeah. I yeah, was yeah, surprised yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... Well, I think it's because they're, we're helping them create these characters. There isn't a template. They didn't write a million novels, mm-hmm. you know, about mm-hmm. these characters. I think they're... And I, I saw that in rehearsal. That I, like, when I... Just in rehearsals, like, suggesting, like, you know... Uh, well, what if he looks at the corner and sees his picture of his grandma there yeah. and he says, yeah. sorry, grandma. And, and David's like, I love it. I love it. And I was like, what? That was like day one of rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. We can isn't, it, isn't it weird, though, that we, that you sometimes come in some way with a prejudice of going, oh, I'm probably not allowed to be right, a full version of your creative self on well, big films, yeah, on yeah. films in which there are, literally the physical scale of them feel and and that was something that I talked to David about because when I did Theory of Everything and the Danish girl they were so <clears throat> intimate in the in the making of them that you felt like because the costume designer the production designer everyone's there in the same room it is like a a melting pot of ideas and everyone has a has input yeah and I, but I said to David before we started filming like this is how I've worked can and I've really enjoyed it, and it's got the best out of me. Can we continue that? And he, well, he was so amazing that he allowed us to see the, you know, we're encouraged to go and look at the at Stuart's work, the production designer talk. Now, the, the I found that going into the second film, working with the VisFX guys, you know, um, it was so wonderful because now we have a relationship and we can talk about. So, what are you thinking the creatures are going to do here? How how would you characterize that? What do you guys reckon in in Newt's response? And that is kind. Of, I love that. I yeah. love it. So it feels like a different kind type of um, filmmaking. So you're creating the character Newt, and is he? Did you decide along the way, or because it seems like he's somewhere on the spectrum? Like he mm-hmm. has an easier time talking and communicating with the creatures than he does with people, can't mm. really look people in the eye a lot of mm. the time. And that seems like a maybe an autism thing or an Asperger's thing or like what do you do you I, yeah, categorize I mean, it? What was interesting was I sort of looked into there were a lot of um there were a lot of um qualities to him that 
I, I just loved his, um, I, th- I felt he was a, a special person and I thought he had a heart of gold and he struggled to communicate with people but right. but but had an absolute passion for these creatures. Um, as far as sort of him being sort of maybe or having mild Asperger's, what was interesting to me is that, that, that it was only in the sort of, I think, in the 40s in which that those terms of autism that's right. became a thing so it wasn't something that, right, he uh, that he's not sort of conscious right. of in the people. but I but, 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 but there is a Sherlock Holmes kind of thing which Sherlock had a, had a thing yeah. like that too yeah. you know yeah no he, I think that and I, I think it's um, picking up clues totally totally yeah. and and, 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 uh, and hearing everything yeah. and and yeah no I th- and it was and it was weirdly what informed the choices there were Weirdly, that moment with uh, I, I love I love that moment with with Newt and Jacob, which is like you know, I, I know at dinner people you know pe- people like you don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. You. And you're like yeah 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 I'm sure people like you too. And he's like no 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 I annoy people. And he's and he's not saying it looking for sympathy. He does annoy people. And he's and I I loved I loved that that that, um, that Joe had written this character who was not. He was quite quiet. He sort of had his own little passion. He's not. He wasn't sort of eager for for for, for love, really. And because he's not, he's not. I don't feel like he's he's had. A, he's been. I feel like he's been sort of misinterpreted, and he's put up barriers. And what I loved about the film is it felt like this this band of misfits found each other yeah. and brought out qualities in each other that was. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. That's that's Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. which band. I just saw the play of in London. Oh, what did you think? I thought it was amazing. You watched both of them. Yeah, both in that's day. A lot I'm, of about, I'm about uh, about sort of three years late. I also just watched Hamilton in London. I'm literally oh, about sort of nine years after the event. Um, I really enjoyed the. Um, I really enjoyed the Potter play. I actually was just working with Jack Thorne, who wrote it with J.K. Rowling. Um, at the, um, yeah, no, I was. I thought it was, it was sort of theatre at its most innovative and yeah. I saw some amazing theatre Ferryman when I was out. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Breathtaking, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a nippler in the just, wall. Just to let you know, there's a weird scratching noise coming from the wall. <laughs> what the hell? Don't. What is it? Da, da, da. <laughs> it's just like a it's like a prison break happening. And they're breaking through the other side. What maybe is maybe it's the people from Warner Brothers hearing that we're talking about fantasy movies, <laughs> right? And they're trying to they're trying to sabotage it. What is that? Someone's brushing their mm. teeth really hard. Yeah, scrub <laughs> next door. What is uh, so? Hey, shut up! <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna get you thrown out of the hotel. Um, so, now, in your opinion, yeah, out of all the creatures, I know everyone yeah. says, "What's your favorite?" Yeah. Which one is the most dangerous that you think could just like destroy everything if let loose by accident? Well, I mean, the obvious answer is like the, the, the obscurest, but I'm, I sort of, I don't know the the creatures. I I weirdly loved the swooping evil. Yeah, that last film, but because I, I just love the idea, <laughs> it's totally unnewed. This is Eddie talking around new. Just love the idea of weaponizing this, yeah. <laughs> this sort of thing, uh, <laughs> thing, which is sort of all kinds of wrong. Um, yeah, I think I think the swooping evil was just 
had a sort of little bitey viciousness to it. But I loved that Newt was as in love with the more vicious creatures. Yeah. And the less kind of pretty sweet Fluffy. ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my theory is the Miffler mm. is the most dangerous. Like, like he could take the Obscurus yeah. and put him in his pouch. Yeah. And the Obscurus <laughs> would just be living in some alternate pouch dimension. And then, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I see, like, the end of the whole series is oh, just a Niffler floating in space with the entire planet just in its thing, just being like, ah, just reaching out for the sun next. I love you know? the idea of the Niffler having the Obscurus in space having a really bad heart, but... <laughs> it's like, where does Whoa, it go? I ready. <laughs> is he eating that shit? Like, where... Um... <laughs> I yeah I love I loved it but it was such an interesting question one of the things David and I were always talking about was how you know how human how how what sort of human traits one projects onto these creatures how aware are they of um and that, that I know that sounds silly but like when you're characterizing the creatures does the niffler you know Is he a child yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, or not, and, is he and an old and soul. It, yeah, it? yeah, like the demi guys is yeah. an old soul. Oh, sweet demi guys, but he's so sweet. It's almost like he's. It's hey, almost like when an you ape really hurt sense. yourself. What? Do you remember when you really hurt yourself in Liverpool chasing the demi guys? Not at all. Do you remember when you were being dragged across the thing and then you like smashed into a? You, oh, oh my god! I did it myself. Painful thing in it the world. Didn't really and we hurt. like we were all running. We had to run past Ali, Ali and I. And we suddenly had this sort of crack, and we were like, "God, Daddy's nailing this!" And then you were like, "Ow!" <laughs> well, you know what happened was, you know, I'm, I'm from the Belushi school of you know, smash yourself mm. in order to get the shot and, and uh, laugh and laugh. Yeah, exactly. So I go, I fling myself into this Christmas display and it would have been fine like I, I often smash my head into things yeah. that are kind of you know foamy yeah, or, yeah. you know it, it's like it, <laughs> it had a foam. foam no it was it was made out of pure wood oh, God. and it had this like finish on it that yeah. was like this bumpy finish so I yeah. just smashed into oh, it and I pulled God. away and I was like I'm bleeding aren't I'm I? Ble- I, yeah I'm bleeding and I just had this big gash on my head oh. and uh, and you're like keep going keep rolling oh, yeah, no, no, I love the gash I love it and then people were laughing because they were like that was brilliant and I was yeah. like I hurt myself I really, I and, then, pain. and then uh, so then that was the scene that got cut out where, where it was the hat we put Obviously, the hat on the head it always the it. best freaking most painful moments get cut yeah it got cut but it was this oh, beautiful dude. moment where uh where you put yeah I put where, that hat on it. she's yeah. like what do you think I like you with a hat yeah and that was mostly to hide that scar <laughs> was it really yeah don't you find that's so weird isn't it the one's experience with like what a script is when you start and then when you are then making the film and the things that you discover in it and then what what the choices are in the edit and yeah and For time moments or... you can go like wait I remember I remember being sort of so shot when I saw the film that you know the whole story of you and your oh, wife the fiance which is, a fiance, which is such a major <laughs> you know what he said he was yeah. just like which was kind of flattering yeah. but also like it's like we, we David was like we cut that scene because well first we had that scene because we wanted people to feel sorry for Jacob yeah. but then we realized as we started editing that once you see Jacob's face <laughs> you already instantly feel sorry for him <laughs> and, and David would have said that with a really sweet right. smile and you're like wait is this a is this like a, an extraordinary insult <laughs> he's right everyone is just like wow 
Poor oh, guy. Kindless <laughs> soul. Such a such a lovely man. Jacob. Oh, he's so. He's. Do you enjoy playing him, Jacob? Mm. Oh, you were saying Jacob was a yeah. lovely man. I yeah. thought you were saying David. Oh, David, well, David is also a lovely. Man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he is. Um, Jacob is like the best version of of myself i guess like he's just like heart of gold yeah totally loyal totally street smart and like can handle himself in a fight yeah you know he's just like he's got everything uh, yeah. such an incredible character he's such a wonderful character so, you know oh my god and like, he does bring such i thought it was so amazing in that in the first film how he you, you know, you, you, as you say, he's incredibly big-hearted, and he is the the guy through which you see this world. Yeah. And it was such um, it was such a treat that, that that was the person to take you on the journey. I'm so curious, like, I'm I'm just so curious how that arc is going to continue in the next one. Like, even after shooting it, mm-hmm. how the I, I don't even, how do you feel? Like, are you excited to see this? You were like, yeah. I, I'm kind of. I don't. I there was so much of it that I wasn't a part of. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. so curious how they're gonna. I mean, I sort of have to. I'm literally um, thinking myself as to what. But I, I had the most amazing time on this one. But me too. It's so a blast. It's so delicate and um, intricate. Yeah. This 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 film that I I I felt like I had a sense on the on the first film of. Of, of knowing what what I was going to see this one I can't I mean I'm so excited because I kind of have no idea yeah um, uh, but I just also it was it's the only first time I've ever come back to a to a um, right, this is your first a, yeah to like a to a job sequel. And, and 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 what that means when you come with knowledge of character you yeah. know and that sort of weird moment when you you read the script for the second one and you're like, wow, and then and you've got a sense of where the character is and that wonderful feeling when it marries with what Joe's ideas are and um but also lovely to have new people come. I found that yeah. kind of riveting. Yeah. Um and How was it with uh, Jude? He had a lot of scenes, uh, a couple scenes with him. Right? Yeah. I I adore that guy. Yeah, he's it's great. really love like I I've, it's weird. The, the acting thing because you start out when you I find when you when I first started that you it's quite a solitary profession because you, you go from one band of families a family and yeah. one job to the next but you then realise that there's not much continuity with that whereas for example if you're in the crew quite often you will right. work together the camera teams will work together and move around and weirdly the actors are the sort of slightly solitary ones that go from yeah. and a lovely thing about having worked for a while is getting to work to work with people you know people you've met socially work again with friends who've worked on other things and Jude is someone I've just known socially for years and um, and had great love for and respect for him. and he was just I just loved working with him on this. He had such a. So a lot of people are going to be curious yeah. about that. His yeah. Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to have a lot Jude's of respect. Dumbledore. Jude's like Jude's Lear. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he's Lear. Um, yeah, uh, basically, it is, but it is that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, Joe's characters have become so, so iconic, haven't they? That it is. Um, it's kind of like that. His, this he he is the, 
the Anakin this time. You know, he's 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 the well known. Hey, Dan, you keep making like Star Wars references. I, I can't told help. you at the start of it, but I but have you, no you, idea. You know. I just nod politely and go, yeah. All right, I, yeah. <laughs> but he is kind of. You know, everyone yeah. was familiar with familiar with Dumbledore. Everyone was familiar with Vader, and now you got to see the younger version. Yeah. Or Obi Wan is another yeah. way. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna get off the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that thing which I do, which is just nod politely and pretend. Yes. Yeah, yes. I've spent most of my life pretending I know about Star Wars. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always worried about being. You haven't seen about any of the films, new so. movies or anything. Mm. I would love your take on the blue milk scene. It, it... <laughs> That's all I'm say. No, I'm not. Oddly enough. Um, no, I'm. Um... I've got. I've watched you know the original ones back in the day, but I just never caught up with them in order to to sort of catch up again did you like you like where everything is headed with our franchise you like I'm excited to uh, to want some point yeah it's like World War Two war wizards versus wizards yeah. like a massive yeah, yeah, epics yeah. You know, a, like, so what I find so weird is we have this you flying well, we have these... steel belly dragons <laughs> into the you know? we have these sort of um, these characters we know the Potter stories and then we know the sort of, we know around this 1940s period through sort of history. And so it's kind of riveting trying to, for us, with the tidbits that we know, trying to, trying to work out what the connective tissue is. And I always find it hilarious when Joe comes to set and so this you be- just see her sort of surrounded by five actors. I know. I'll never forget on the first film, That's seeing you right. actually just sitting there while I was trying to do a freaking scene, sort of chatting away to Joe, and I was like, let Dan's getting some stuff. What's, what's, what's he getting? What's he hearing? She, she gave me like three, four movies in of information, okay? On yeah. the first movie. And I'm just like, holy shit, wow. I have the greatest trajectory of any character <laughs> yeah. on the face of yeah. the planet. Yeah. And then, this movie, yeah. I'm just like, hey, yeah, everything's cool. I love it. I know everything. I don't yeah. need to yeah. hear anything. Yeah. So they're telling me. Uh, Are you about to literally tell us what that is? No, That's I'm, I'm gonna be. No, I'm not. I'm not. So cool. I'm like, hey man, this yeah. is awesome. And I see her at the oh that first party that they invite you know everyone to at the beginning of the process for, for this the sequel. And uh, I'm sitting there and, and I'm you know, for it was great for us with this one because we had done it before and. You know, I felt like they had a lot of trust. Like, you guys know your characters? Go go and play. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of new characters we got to mold yeah. here. And uh, But at that first party, I'm sitting there, and, and, and I see JK, and, and I was like, oh, hey, I know, you know, I, I didn't want to, like, I felt like I already got all the information right. Mm-hmm. So she goes, she goes, oh, you know what's happening in the in the next movie, right? And, you know, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, David told me, Davies. She's like, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was just like, yeah, I know that already, but what about, yeah, I, I just want to like check in with you again, like about all the stuff you told me before about how this is going to happen and then that happens yeah. and, I, and then the whole, this whole thing happens and she looks at me and she goes, oh, that's all change. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you feel better now that every, that whole time that I spent with her. Yeah. The tr- first drinking and information. Yeah. No, she, all, everything's well, changed. I love it's that, she, that, um, is what she, is that she's, she was, she, I, she, um, you know, she was on, uh, on set a lot more in, on on this film, and she was. I heard yeah, the story. I, I, I did see her quite a, quite a. Were you talking to her a lot? I did, and I so love. Um, and what was lovely about that was when she was on set the, on, on the first film. I felt that it, because it was quite rare, it sort of raised the stakes a bit. You know, when the creator and the the imagination comes, you, I would always get a little bit nervous. And what was so yeah. lovely is actually this this time around. Um, 
you know, she was so present that she, and she was talking about watching the brushes and how her, the way she had written specific characters, when she then watched actors work in the rushes, she had it changed her take on what she thought those characters were in, a, in an interesting oh, way, wow. which was changing how she was gonna. Right. So I think maybe you know what what she said to you in that first film was a sense, but then seeing how the characters emerge, it then inspires her to do sure um, make other choices. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to. I mean. Man, I, I hardly got to, I got to maybe a, a few of my questions here, uh, but we we've been talking and talking for a little bit. Maybe we'll just talk for a little bit longer. Yeah, and we'll wrap. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But this is lovely. Sorry, I'm just showing the fact that it's like a 17 hour yes. podcast of Dan okay. and Eddie talking 17 shit. 17 hour 17. <laughs> um, okay, so we can't talk much more about Fantastic Beasts, or else we'll get wizard snipers in here uh, trying to take us out. Um, what is the most so okay so basically I my introduction to your genius basically was like I'd seen you in Les Mis and and I'd see you in I'd seen you in The Good Shepherd you know mm-hmm. uh, and we should talk about that for a second if you want yeah 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 no. but uh, I saw you in the theory theory of everything and I thought, okay, this guy's gonna win the Academy Award. Like I just knew it when I saw it, and uh, and I'm just that must have been the most. It's it's kind of like my left foot, you know. It's 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 one of those performances where you um, have cha- change your entire body. You go from this, obviously, you go from this. You see the full transformation of this man unraveling, and then basically just. Um, so I guess my question is, did you did you get out of that shape that you were in playing him as Hawkins? Did you between takes? Did you get out of that shape that you were in in the chair, mm-hmm. or uh, did you ever relax that, or were you constantly in that shape? The the interesting thing was. Um... The process of film making means you don't shoot chronologically, and so, uh, so the so what? what, But what was riveting about it is that often the way a film's being made dictates what your process is. So we knew that, for example, any scenes that were being shot exterior in Cambridge were going to have to be shot over two days before the students came back to university at the beginning of the shoot. So that meant on day one there are various scenes of Stephen at different stages of his life in Cambridge. So you were going to have to do all the different varieties. So that meant that in the four months preceding the film, it wasn't just about um, playing Stephen. It was about learning literally the physicalities of the different stages and being able to, to, to sort of get into them quite easily. So, so wow. I, I, you had Alex on that. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that was where I worked with Alex Reynolds, who who's also worked on Beasts. And Alex was a, a dancer, and part of that process was so. So the, the, the quick answer to your question is no. You wouldn't stay. Like it, it wouldn't stay in the wow. position. It was about learning to be able to access into. But also there were what I found riveting again was it was all from 
it was where that thing that I was talking about earlier about all the different sides of production to, to look like Stephen he, he couldn't also lose weight over a day to play him when he was more, right. more ill so things like proportion became really important so the costume design like when he's young the shirt collars would be tighter and the makeup would make him look healthier so that he looked stronger in the cut of the ah, yeah, yeah. and then suddenly when I was playing him later in the afternoon looser. older looser that they would make they would upscale the oh. production designer would upscale the wheelchairs Whoa. so that so we would look tinier. smaller in it we worked with tiny little um, uh, prosthetic pieces which went on my knees to make my kneecaps Bony. look b- b- bonier so and it was all all it and 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 then Alex would have me sort of pull into wow. so it was all proportion really and and um and that was and so it was a real team effort yeah. um uh, but you, whereas if you were shooting chron- chronologically maybe there would be a world in which you would stay in those positions more um yeah yeah so what's riveting though is no one then on film no one there's no way to do it you're all just trying to in the same way that on beast it's like when i started working with david and i was like how how are we going to do the creatures like what when i'm on set shooting what's there going to be and he was like i'd love you and alex to spend a couple of months investigating and tell me what you need do you see? So that's why we have this amazing thing on Beast where you have some days there are puppets, some days there are guys dressed in massive green morph suits. Sometimes there are you know, there are just tennis balls on sticks. You know, there's a sort of... And then sometimes that with Pickett, for example, yeah. I find it easier just... He's the little bow truck guy. I'm just, just imagining him. But I, don't, I find it more distracting when there's someone... The thing there. Sort of thing. I just, yeah. you know, much rather... Um, it's, so it's actually having nothing there, you know? Yeah. Um, but that I mean that for theory of everything you were unbeatable that year like it's just rare where you're I don't just know like, about that was, what? I don't know about that I, I think you, no but I you were, just, as far as my also, opinion was you were oh, unbeatable thank you and I was right but there's something about, <laughs> but it is about the parts you know it was just oh, yeah. getting to play Stephen Hawking is like an extraordinary thing it's all about yeah. what opportunity you get Yeah, uh, I think a lot with um yeah, with with awards parts, it's awards shows. It's about what the the part is as much as how the performance. So that was an insane, an insane Oscar experience, obviously. Mm. But you had one when you did Les Mis, right? Oh god, it's awful. So can you tell me this just for my oh, listeners? Danny. This is one of the most hysterical so still, stories. It still sort of brings back. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we were doing Les Mis. We were touring Les Mis. It was the first time I'd been on like a proper sort of promo tour, and it's this weird thing where you're jumping between country every day. And we'd just been in Berlin, and we'd got come back on a jet. My first ever experience of a project. Yeah, private jet. Very excited, and my brother had come with me, and we were sort of eating. I think we ate some salmon on the pl- oh, this plane, and we were going straight into London oh, to go no. to the Baftas. As I got off the plane, I started feeling a bit wretched. Oh. Got home, was really feeling wretched, <laughs> but was and was sick, but was like then sort of got it together. And my dad was coming. My dad never gets to be my date, so he was right. really excited. He got all dressed up in his tuxedo. We were going to the BAFTAs. It was amazing. I was meant to be presenting with Sally Field. We arrive at the BAFTAs. I get down the red carpet. I remember then going up to like the bar and and seeing Jen Lawrence and, and she was at the bar and I was 
She's like, you look a bit white. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling fine, feeling fine. It's cold, 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 cold. And then we got into the actual auditorium of the Royal Opera House, which is all upholstered red velvet. And I'm sitting in the seat with my dad next to me and all the lame guys are there. So Hugh Jackman's there and Annie Hathaway's there and she's sitting directly in front of me, everyone looking staggeringly elegant. And Stephen Fry comes on, starts introducing. And I, I suddenly feel like this is a slight bout of nausea. And what I do is I go, I need to go and just check that there is a seat filler. Because you know how they have seat fillers, just in case I need to go. And as I'm walking across to the exit, I mean, unlike anything I've ever seen before, full on projectile <laughs> everywhere, all over the red upholstered. Carpet. I come out into the corridor. There's someone there. I'm like sick on them. I didn't realize it was I, the I, yeah, I sort of go into the, I go into the loo, all across the wall. Like there's sort of lots of people with headphones going, yes, sir, sir. Um, there's this uh, young actor who is currently being sick. You know, so, and 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 meanwhile, I get taken straight home. My poor dad is like, oh, mother BAFTA. <laughs> you know? and, and but I was meant to be presenting with Sally Field. But so that was going to be fine. I thought, you know, Sally can present by herself. And yeah. and I thought I'd got away with it. I, I woke up the next morning, turned on my phone and just got a load of like notifications. And with people with attached things to the, the Sun newspaper, who was like, Eddie has a cracking night at the BAFTAs. You know, and, it was like, and basically moments, if, but the, yeah, the mo had I... Had I not got out in time, it could have been much worse, actually, and I could have been... But the, but the other thing is Sally Field then went on and presented yeah. and announced that she was meant to be presenting with me, but that I was busy being sick somewhere. And, oh. and then and then Annie Hathaway won and was like, Eddie, I'm sorry, I can't be, like, holding your hair. But so I thought I'd managed to get away with it. It transpires I was totally outed. Oh. To, yeah, it was not good. But hold on. Yeah. My favorite part, you left out. Oh, what's that? Then years later with, with oh, you, Sam. Were you Ralphed? Didn't you Ralph all over Samuel oh, yes, no, Jackson? No, 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 no. So then what happened was like years later on a tennis match. Oh. And Sam Sam Jackson walk is is sitting next by. He walks past um, uh, with a friend. And Sam sort of introduced himself and said, I say, oh, hi, I'm Eddie. And my wife, Hannah, was there. I was in Hannah. And I goes, hey. I'm like, hi, I'm Eddie. And she goes, no, no, we've met before. I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, you vomited all over my shoes. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And it was this sort of absolutely hideous moment that came back to sort of haunt me. I'm and I was sorry. like, I vomited all over your shoes. And she's like, yeah, I could, I could never get it out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Oh, man. You know what? There's nobody else. And I think there's nobody else in all of our business that that could have gotten away with that and still remained so I loved and no. charming and gentleman. No. We shot some of Theory of Everything at the Royal Opera House, and I remember the sort of people there looking at me. It was my first time back. No. <laughs> thing. And I, I was now playing Stephen Hawking, sort of being taken out of the end. And yeah, they sort of looked at me. your own buckets. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Dude, it's good to have stories like that. I know. No, it was fun. Um, Retrospectively fun. In retrospect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Love what you did there. Thanks, man. That was terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that was just a horrible thing. 
No. Not for you. I find it hysterical. No, but you know what? Now that you say it, you realise that stuff. Like, what? I, one of the things I flip and hate about our job is doing talk shows. This is the greatest story. I know, but you need them. That's some of these you stories. Need no, I've run out. Them. Like, you're us. That's a story from like five years ago. My life is like so. I sort of. You I, I, don't, I need, I need some wretched stories. <laughs> you're gonna start. Dan, we need to. You're gonna start eating bad salmon every time you go to a award ceremony. I think maybe before we do the press tour for Fantastic Beasts, can we just? Just do, do some, some bad stuff. acid. Yeah. I'll just give some bad liquid acid. There you go. Yeah. Just up it. Up, up, the, it. up the notch there, man. Um, um, yeah, but then, yeah, I want to talk about um, Japan. Oh, you want to talk about Japan? Well, just, I want to talk Let's about do when it. you and I were both in a. Not many people know that while we were promoting Fantastic Beasts, Dan and I. Not in the same hotel room. No. Six thirty in the morning, experienced an eight point nine. I've made that up. Richter scale <laughs> earthquake on like sixtieth floor of an of a of a hotel. Yeah, it was. Um, it you was were under most, a table. It was <laughs> facetiming your family, going, "I love you." I, love you. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> I was super hungover on the way to the loo. <laughs> yeah. And watching the doors start fluttering, yeah. I thought it was some weird dream, and it was just my hangover. Yeah, I, I um, it was one of the most surreal things, um, in my life to have celebrated and had such a wonderful first part of the evening. Yeah, <laughs> where we had it was just like lovely. Yay! Everyone loves the movie. We had a great meal. Yay! By the way, it's it's um eleven eleven. Yeah, we got, that's five more minutes. No, no, but eleven eleven is oh. special. Oh, make a wish. I've made a wish. Nice. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, we've got 11 11 right here. Cool. Um, so, yeah, we'll wrap it up. But, uh, no, 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 I'm very yeah, That was insane. 17 hours. That was insane, man. The To have celebrated. I remember I came back to the hotel room and <laughs> it was the last night we were there and I was so drunk. <laughs> and lay down on the table was this <laughs> the chocolate, uh, like uh, little sculpture sculptures that they made of the case and the creatures yeah. and I ate the whole thing like yeah. <laughs> five minutes I'm like well I can't take it with me <laughs> I fucking ate the entire hotel it was disgusting yeah and then I was just like okay I'm gonna go lie down and go to sleep and I go to put my head down and my head doesn't hit the pillow mm. It, it moves away from the pillow. And I was like, wait, that's that's not... It was wow. like a, I was in the Marx Brothers or something. Yeah. And like you said, I looked up, the the, the cabinets were... The uh, the doors and the cabinets were swaying. And the building uh, was like we were on a boat. You know, I was going, happy, happy, boop, boop, to one side. And on the other side, it was like, you know, it was like the Marx Brothers. And, and the, the building was on casters and it was just moving from side to side like an enormous boat. And I remember looking out Turn on the television. We hadn't figured out um, what was going on. What the hell? Well, we hadn't figured out how to how to put on any English channels. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't figured it yeah. out. You had. I was just watching a lot of Japanese channels. It was like crazy commercials. <laughs> you know, it was like fun soap opera. With all every channel you went to had the outline of Japan yeah. with like a big red <laughs> epicenter by Fukushima. Oh my god! So I'm just like, oh god! So I don't know. About you, but you you put you hear Fukushima, yeah. earthquake, yeah. tsunami yeah. All coming, the, yeah. all at once. You yeah. think you're you think yeah. that's it. you're done. So of course I was like, honey, <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this, but there's a tsunami coming to kill me, and I love you. And I just I made this like video to my wife. I sent it off. Um, yeah, and I ran upstairs. <clears throat> and I found the maid there who was like acting like nothing was wrong. I was like, I, I have to get into the observatory. 
I have to see if the tsunami's coming. You know? <laughs> she looked at me and she's just like, oh, you poor, poor man. We have never been hit by a tsunami here ever. You know, we're so far inland, you know, like, yeah. if I go yeah. back to sleep. Go back to sleep. But you don't know that. And there was a tsunami warning forever. Yeah. And the, supposedly the tsunami was like But I love the idea that we, firstly we were like on the 51st. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not undermining how terrifying it was because what you just said about feeling like you're on a boat. Yeah. It's this incredibly uncanny thing that you totally recognize the feeling. You're like, oh wow, this is this feeling that I'm on a boat, but you look out the window and I'm you're on the 51st building. floor and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't reconcile those two things. Yeah. Um, but, the, the, but the idea of the tsunami, I love that you're on the 51st floor, the fear of the tsunami, it's like a, it's like a Dwayne the Rock Johnson film. You're, right, exactly. you're imagining it to be like a tsunami to being like <laughs> one of those like yeah. sort of... Yeah, because I looked out and there, and were, there was this mist coming in over the the ocean of the mm. city, and it looked like a tsunami. I have pictures yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. It looked like, oh my god, there's a tsunami. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. It but was my favorite moment was then later in the day. Yes, and I, this da- is the Danny and I had to do press together, and it's amazing doing press in Japan because <laughs> their press and often their talk shows are the most eccentric kind of extraordinary <laughs> things in the world. And we were told that you know Sudan had not slept much, had been through a, a hardcore tsunami warning and a bit of an earthquake, and was feeling slightly loopy. Aware. Loopy. Yeah, and then we were do- about to do this talk show together, and, and like, oh, by the way, the regular person, the interviewer, uh, is out talking about the or interviewing people about the earthquake. So we yeah. have someone else. We have someone else, and and just to let you know, this guy is going to come in a case. Yeah. We were like, what? Like, yeah, so if you just go in, we're going to film you opening the case, and the guy's going to be in the case. I'm like, wow. He's like, and he's, he's going to, and he's a contortionist. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So Dan is going, Dan is actually going, I'm not fucking here. This is a fucking We were like, take me home. Me. I want to get out of here. It's like, it's like, it's like, and we, so, we, so we're, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. So we're like, all English and eager. Like, Great. So what? You want me to open the case? So the guy, so this, this, these guys bring in this case, heavy looking case, yeah. and I go to zip it out, and this guy, half naked, throws himself out of the case. <laughs> like Dad and I, like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> and and and. Half naked, so it was like I did not expect a half naked man oh who God. then got out a glove, right? A, 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 like a rubber washing up glove, yes. and shoved it over his head, right? And started blowing the glove up through his nostrils, like a Howie Mandel, until it exploded. And the look on your face, Dan, yeah, remains one of the happiest moments. <laughs> It was like you were like, oh, look at this happening. This is insane. <laughs> what is going on? I love my family. Please take me home. I just want to go home. I just want to go home. This guy's oh, We laugh so much. And there's a video of that somewhere. somewhere. Did you ever see that? No, never. I gotta see that. That's probably the most hysterical. Yeah, I would. I would actually pay a lot of money to to see whether the look on your face was what is emblazoned on my retina. Um. Thank you so much. Oh, dude, what pleasure. We could just keep talking. Yeah, um, hours. <laughs> maybe we'll do a follow-up yeah, next yeah. season. Mm. All right. If uh, you haven't all got really bored yet and stopped after no, six dude, minutes. You are, you, it's, people are going to come from miles around. Podcast. They're going to line up to listen to the podcast. They're like, why are you lining up? It's Eddie Friendly. Shitting shit. We've, we've only had... We had... We've only had one other Academy Award winner on the show. Who's that? Colleen Atwood. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did a Q&A with Colleen I know you did. in London. I I think she's such a special person. 
I can't wait to listen to that. Podcast. Yeah, it's a good one. I got Allison too. Cool, no, I listened yeah, to, listen to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, man, this was lovely. Uh, thank you so much. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll see you. Uh, I guess I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see, see you very soon. Very soon on set, man. We'll be doing this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, awesome. So, um, let me turn this off. Happy chappy chippy chops. Chippy chappy chubby chops. <laughs> we did it. <laughs>